All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we have an extraordinary guest, multi-platinum producer, Nick Fury. What's up, man? What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you. Likewise, likewise. So if you could start off just telling our audience, for those of them that don't know, I don't know why they wouldn't. Right, right, right. right. But who you are and what you've done. Okay. Uh, Multi-platinum music producer for 19 years, <laughs> professionally. I just found that out like last week. I didn't even realize <laughs> I had my first um, placement with Little Kim 19 years ago. Wow. But um, yeah, I've worked with some of everybody. Um, my biggest record was Game Over by Lil Flip. Um, I've been on about three or four T.I. albums. Rick Ross. I go back to Wu-Tang. Mm. Um, Nas. Uh, oh, my goodness. I, I forget everybody. Anthony Hamilton. Um, and the list goes on. Currently, I just dropped a record with uh, Fable. Just bought Fable back of D4L. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, got, a, got two or three new songs with T.I. coming out and everything with a couple features. Um, Little Donald, Euro Got It, um, mm -hmm. and then have another record about to drop in the next week or two with uh, Woe Vicky, a new artist named Yella, and Ooh. another artist named Pink Pink B. I don't know if I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's three it's three females. Records out of here. So, you know, we're still working, man. I'm just blessed to, to be able to still do my craft and, mm. you know, still be relevant. That's what's up. 19 years. 19. Wow. <laughs> right. So let's talk about longevity in the music industry. Oh, man. It's about relationships, man. I mean, the people that you see on the way up, you're going to see them on the way down. Mm. And I've had my ups and downs, you know what I mean? But I always kept good relationships. So I can still I can still call Mike Karen, who now is the Warner, president of Warner Music. Mm. You know, uh, back then he was the A&R. Okay. I, I kept a good relationship with him, and he'll answer my call at any time. I can call Craig Coleman, the president of Atlantic. Still to this day, he'll answer my call at any time. Mm -hmm. I always do good business. Um, my track record is flawless. That's what I tell people. My track record is flawless. Ask about me. <laughs> Ask about me. That's right. Ask about me. So one of the keys to longevity is having sustainable relationships and That's being wonderful. being able to cultivate those relationships over the years, so right. that at any moment, any time, you can say, "Hey, you know, I need a favor," or right. put in that particular phone call, That's and right. they can come through for you. That's right. So what are some other keys that have helped you in this 19 years right, being in the industry right. to really... Well, music music changes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Music never stays the same. So I'm just blessed to really be a real producer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, where I came from Wu-Tang, hip-hop, boom, bat. Then I, I went to um, R&B, Anthony Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Then um, now I'm with um, the originator of trap music, uh, T.I. Mm -hmm. Now trap music has changed. Now I'm doing the 808s. Mm. It's just about your creativity, you know what I mean? And um, it's just a blessing, man. It's a blessing. I, I can't believe that I can still do it to this day because I really came from a hip hop, you know, a hip hop mm -hmm. genre, um, you know, mind frame to be able to just weave and, and you mm. know, it's like a football game. I'm, I'm weaving, I'm going for the touchdown still, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's That's crazy. what's up. Yeah. So when you say you come from a hip hop mind frame, what does that mean? Um, that boom bat, like KRS One. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what I grew up on. I grew up on KRS One. I grew yeah, up me on too. You know, <laughs> BDP, yep. um, Eric B and Rakim. I started. I originally started off as a rapper. Mm. And I wanted to be Eric B. I mean, I wanted to be Rakim. You know what I mean? Uh, I think my name was 007. That was 007. my name. That was my first. That was my first rap name. This is like 
30 years ago. Wow. You know what I mean? But um, I needed beats um, to, you know, to rap on. So I started making my own beats with little Casio keyboards, SK-1, one mm. of the first little samplers. They cost like $50. But I had a couple friends. One friend had one, another friend had one, and they, they just gave them to me. Mm. And um, okay, I was like, okay, now I can uh, make some beats so I can rap. But then, then I became a producer from there. It, it became more fun. And I realized my stronger mm. points was being a producer and creating the music rather than um, rapping. I mean, but I'm still a producer. So, you know, when I have an artist in the studio, you know, I can guide them with their rap or with their song mm. because I came from, you know, that type of that type of mentality of, of writing songs. Mm. I wrote my first song in a songwriting class in eighth grade. I had, we actually had a songwriting class mm-hmm. <laughs> in eighth grade. Um, I can't remember the name of the song, but that's when I wrote my first song. Wow. You know, long time ago. I had my first demo in eighth grade. Wow. My little SK-1s and cassette tapes and mm-hmm. everything, you know. So it's been a long time. It's, music is in me. Music yeah. is in me. You know? Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, it's evident that music is right. is right. in you with all the people that you work with and all the things that you've done right. Right. in your in your great career. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So I was gonna bring it up later, but I gotta get to it. I can't even wait until you even get to it later. Okay. I've been telling my my camera operator since yesterday when I found out. I didn't even know. Right. Okay. Let's talk about Lil Flip being over. <laughs> like that song. That was one of my favorite songs when that came out. I was like, yeah, yeah game over. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. I was like, Nick Fury. Oh my goodness. Oh my. So we gotta talk about. Yeah. We got to talk about Game Over, and there's some other things I'm going to ask you, but let's start there. Let's start and talk about how did that even come about? Oh, man. Um, I can start from square one. I made a beat. I had two beats. I lived in Linden, New Jersey, and um, I had two beats one day on my MPC. And I listened to one, and I listened to the other, and I was like, okay, wait, what if I put these beats together? Mm. So I took the aspects of both beats and put them together. And then I was like, you know, I bought a record couple of years ago with video game sounds on it you know because i had a sound in there it was like and it reminded me of a video game i said man let me go search for this record and i had like i had vinyl like like all through a room you mm. know what i mean so it took me half the day to actually find that record and i found the record and um i listened to it you know it had like a lot of different video game sounds on it mm-hmm. but it was something about that pac-man and i i was like damn i know somebody did the pac-man before I was like, but I don't know how big it got, or you know, people probably don't remember it like that. Mm-hmm. So um, next thing you know, I started. I put that tick, 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 tick in there, and I was like, oh my right. goodness! Then I started doing the beat. And then the next thing you know, I'm jumping up and down in the basement. It was mm-hmm. just me in the basement jumping up and down, like, oh my goodness, this is the one. You know, mm-hmm. I've been searching for that one. I had a manager named Daniel Glogower. Shout out to Daniel, my first manager. And um, you know, we kept trying to find that one. You know, because mm-hmm. it only takes one. And, and I was like, this is the one. I was like, this is the one. I ran upstairs to my girlfriend. I had like three other beats. I, I was doing some beats for Nas because I was on the Nas album, the um, Illmatic remix album. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had like two beats for Nas and I had the Game Over beat. And so uh, I played all three beats to her. She had been in the industry for a long time. She was an editor, chief editor for a, different, a lot of magazines. Wow. So she, um, she heard it. <clears throat> she heard all three. She was like, that one right there? You're on to something. <laughs> and she actually introduced me to Dino Duvalier. We went to a Christmas party at Dino Duvalier's house. He mm-hmm. was uh, Flip's A&R. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a lot of people's A&R. You know, he's still in the game today. Shout out to Dino. Thank you, Dino. But uh, 
But um, yeah, we had went to a Christmas party at Dino's house, and that's when I originally got introduced to him. Mm. So um, you know, I started building a relationship. I would go to Sony like every other day, Sony in New York, and um, and playing beats. Mm-hmm. So um, this this is even funnier. So um, one day I was leaving his office, and um, I don't I hadn't played him game over yet. Right. I was leaving his office, and I'm down the um, uh, walking out of Sony, and little Flip comes walking in, <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I didn't know I'm like oh, Flip man, I got a beat for you man. I was really trying to get a three six mafia because mm. Dino was also three six mafia's A and R. Wow! And um, so I ran into Flip on the way out, and I was like, "Yeah, man, my name is Fury. I, I only had like one record out of two records mm-hmm. at that time, or something like that." And uh, he gave me his number. I called him. I called him. I called him and called him and called him and called him. <laughs> he, <laughs> never, that game. he never answered. He never answered. So um, I bought the record up there to Dino, and I played it to Dino. He's like, "I was like, man, I'm trying to get this three six. He's like, no, I got some, I got some little flip. I was like, little flip. I was like, bro, like, you sure? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I, I, I sent that beat to a lot of people. Mm. I mean, I'm from Cameron to um, man, Jay Z. I sent it to so mm. many people, and um, nobody bit. You know, nobody, you know, you know, uh, gra- gravitated towards it, and uh, except for little flip. Well, he didn't even gravitate towards it. This is the funny part. <clears throat> so, um, Dino loved the track. Mm-hmm. Dino, he, he said, go back home and put um put some flip, flip. So me and my girlfriend, we got in the studio that night. And it's me and her on the record going, flip, flip. <laughs> Took it back to Dino the next day. He's like, okay, I got it. He's like, okay, this is going to be Flip's new uh, first single. Mm-hmm. So a week went by, two weeks went by. He's like, man, Flip don't want to do the record. I'm like, Flip don't want to do the record? He's like, nah, man, he don't want to do the record. He's like, but I'm, I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to make something happen. So he actually gave Flip, he paid Flip to do the record. <laughs> he, he gave he gave him an ounce of an ounce of tree and a, and a bottle of Hennessy wow. and some money to do mm-hmm. the record. So then, okay, now I'm happy again. I'm like, okay, yeah, wow, yeah. I got the record, I got the record done, got the record done. And next thing you know, Flip's like, no, I don't want to put that out. Mm-hmm. Um, then next week it's, uh, okay, I'll put it out, but it's not going to be the first single. Next thing you know, okay, it's not going to be on the album. It was like it was a straight yeah, roller coaster. Roller coaster. It was it was something else, but and um, Dino was like, "Don't even worry about it, man. I'm about to leak this to the DJs, and I'm gonna make this his first single. His first single was supposed to be Sunshine, mm. uh, which became his second single. Mm-hmm. But Dino was like, "No, I'm gonna leak this to the DJs, and we're gonna make this um, his first single, and, and that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. I got kind of nervous, uh, you know. I believed in the record a lot mm-hmm. before it came out, and then right when it was coming out." I'm asking my friends, like, oh, is it still dope, man? Are you sure it's still dope? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Still today. Right. And, uh, man, next thing you know, uh, man, it was it was everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere. And I still lived in Jersey. And I had friends that were going to Morehouse and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, college down here. They would call me. They were like, man, your record is playing everywhere. When I walk outside, all the cars are playing. I'm yes, like, sir. are you serious? They were like, no, seriously. Wait till you come down here. I came down here. I was on uh, CAU campus mm-hmm. and car after car after car mm-hmm. I was playing my record. It was man, it was just man. Crazy. That had to be an amazing feeling because <laughs> that record was an amazing record. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, when man. I found told when I found it out, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick Fury? Yeah. For real? Oh my goodness! Right. Yeah, yeah, that had to be flips. And and, and I don't know Lil Flip personally, but. From music perspective, that had to be one of his biggest. Oh no, that was the biggest hit. I told man. him about it. He yeah, was like, I was like, man, that, that record changed my life. 
Yeah. Like, man, that, that record changed my life, too. That's right. You know? I wonder how other people feel that passed up on it, though. Oh, man. They were calling me, call me like, oh, man, you know I was going to get that record, man. Like, oh, man, I'm talking about so many people in the industry were calling mm-hmm. me, asking me, telling me that. Man, I was about to get the record. Um, I already did a song to it. People had songs to it, but they never reached back out to yeah, me. Yeah, see? And everything. So. So, so let's talk about that. So you sent, so you had that beat originally and you wanted to give to 3-6 Mafia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It eventually went to Lil' Flip. Right, right. You had played it for and sent it to it for a whole bunch of different people. Yeah, yeah. Is that a a viable process still today for producers to use to yeah. send one beat to multiple people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these days, people might put your beat on a mixtape and you know, you never get paid. You never, know. You never even know. You never even know. It's a drive. Right, right, right. But, um, you know, it, what, it, what it made me believe in is that, you know, just because one person doesn't like your beat mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's not a hit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because 20 people passed up on it. But one, pe- one person did it. It became their biggest record. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I have a beat and then people pass up on it, I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Somebody's gonna get it, and then somebody's gonna turn it to what it's supposed to be. Mm. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. Because that could be very detrimental to somebody's confidence. Right. Is right, they're right. giving out this beat, they think the beat is they got you in this basement right. just right. oh right. man, this beat is tight. Right. Right. But then you send it out to people, and they're like, Sound it. Mm-hmm. You're like. Mm-hmm. You good, right? Right. And man, right. so I know from us, even from a self confident perspective, mm-hmm. for new producers coming up today, that right. could be something that is just, yeah, yeah, can break a person's really self confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I haven't been in it this many years, then it might, it might shut mm-hmm. me a little bit. But mm-hmm. I know the game. That's right. Game. That's right. So you mentioned something earlier. Yeah. You said I'm a real producer. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Um, I'm a real producer. I'm not just a beat maker. Some people, mm-hmm. you know. They just make beats on the machine. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And then they send a beat out. Then the artist does it. Mm-hmm. That's that. But I'm a real producer. I, you know, I, I make beats. I I make beats of all genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I do country music. I do rock music. I do dancehall. I do reggae. Wow. I do real hip hop. I do trap music. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a real producer gets in there with the artist. And then, you know, like I said earlier, I started off as a rapper mm-hmm. and somewhat a singer. And um, so, you know, I kind of help them mold the song together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the director of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just not sitting out a beat. I'm, I'm not just playing the beat. I want to I vibe with you. I'm going to see what you're doing. Okay. All right. Well, let's try this. No. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right. Let me let me catch that. Let me catch, I'm also an engineer. Let me catch that. And then they're just doing like one one or two lines. Then all of a sudden, I, I go. <laughs> and like, what did you just do? Because <laughs> I'm a real producer. You know what I mean? Um, I, I create, I build the song from top to bottom. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I said, that's my movie, and um, from from the from the start to the ending, I build that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and most um, people don't take that role today. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I bring in keyboardists, I bring in guitar players, I bring in horn players. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I produce a record. You know what I mean? Like an orchestra in mm-hmm. a sense. You know what I mean? That's what I do. Yeah. So, do you think that the industry today is saturated with beat makers? Um, no, there's some there's some guys out there who know what they're doing. Um, you know, you might not know that, that they're real producers, like mm-hmm. Street Runners. Shout out to Street Runner. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorite producers. I actually just met him two weeks ago at the BMI Awards. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah Street Runner's dope. Yeah, he's real dope. Yeah. He's real dope. I mean, he's a real producer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Bartow from, um, from Justice, Justice League. League. He's a real yeah. producer, too. You know what I mean? He's not just making a beat. He, he hears melodies. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll... he'll Guide you to a melody. Like, well, try this. Well, you know what I mean. Try that melody. Mm-hmm. Or, 
I like that. Like, no, not that one. Come up with something else, you know? Yeah. They, they're real producers. They're yeah. Real producers. They take it back to, you know, the old school, like, um, you know, um, Babyface uh, baby and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, those were real producers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quincy Jones, a real producer. Quincy mm-hmm. Jones might never touch a keyboard, but he told that keyboardist to play that, and he said, you play that at that tempo, and then you hit that snare right there, right at that time, okay, and then you sing this melody just like that. And that's what I—that's that, my vision. Mm. And he produced a song. Might not ever touch a keyboard. Wow. <laughs> so how does somebody who's currently operating as a beat maker—they just pushing buttons to really creating that full movie when it comes to wow. making a record? Um, it's not—I don't know if it's something that you learn. It's something that you kind of—you learn a little bit of it, but you kind of just gotta have it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it has to be your passion has to be more than just being a beat maker. You have to want to create songs. Mm-hmm. A beat is a beat, a song is a song. But when mm-hmm. the marriage comes together, that's what makes a hit record. Okay. Wow. So a beat is a beat and a song is a Yeah, so you got to figure out how to kind of marry those two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are some excellent beat makers out there. Right, right, right. And, and they may never move the needle toward being a producer. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just being, and I think those are still skill sets because I know many people kind of operate in, I won't say both arenas, but uh, can take the best of both worlds and kind of make the best of them. That's why there's producers like Dr. Dre. He'll get like some of the best beat makers, Mm. but he's a producer. And then he'll get the best beat maker and then he'll get the artist and he'll he'll create the song. He'll he'll tell the artist, okay, you do this, you do that. Mm. Um, And then, you know, the beat maker is just looking like, wow, he's turned Mm. my song into a hit record. That's what Dr. Dre does. Um, Puffy as well. Puffy's not necessarily... A beat maker, mm-hmm. but he he orchestrates that entire song from right. top to bottom. You know, he might tell the producer, "How about you sample this?" Um, yeah, sample it just like that, and then bring it back to me because he already has an idea mm-hmm. of the artist that he wants on it, the idea of the melodies and the song. Mm-hmm. And beat comes back, and he's like, "Okay, now we now we moving, now we moving." All right, Faith, um, you do this on it. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> real talk, yep. real talk. So I know from. Uh, just seeing you within the industry, one of the traits that I know that you uh, exude probably the most is your humility. Oh, so okay. how is how does humility play a huge part in uh, just in your role within the music industry? Um, well, I mean, I never thought that I would become a multi-platinum producer, so I still have that mind frame that I'm like I'm like just just like me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just myself, man, and I create music and. Just happens to be dope, and I just happen to love doing it. Mm. You know, that's it. Sure. That's it. I know people. Some people can once they get that first record, right? It, <laughs> yeah, it, it gets giant, and they they feel like they walking on a red carpet right, with roses right. and all day. I still don't believe it. Like I, I'm mm. still in shock that I became this major producer. Wow. <laughs> I like quit high school and everything. Like I was a terrible kid, but. Uh, <laughs> I actually became a multi-platinum producer. Multi-platinum producer. The help of the God. Hey. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So you've been, you've started off when your introduction kind of talking about some of the projects you're currently working on today. So can you tell us a little bit more about some of those new <clears throat> endeavors that you, that's coming out soon? Okay. Um, well, the Fable record, um, you know, Fable from D4L, Laffy Tabby. Um, he hasn't had uh, a big record and, you know, a good minute, but um, I got with him through uh, Big Lim. I don't know, uh, Big, mm-hmm. shout out to Big Lim, 
And uh, Big Lim was like, man, I think you need to work with him. So we did a record. They did a video to it. It was it was a smooth record. And I was like, well, that's not a hit. You know what I mean? It, it, um, they're actually playing it on the radio as a, I think it's DJ Jelly's drop or intro now, mm-hmm. that first one. But I was like, I was like, man, man, do you think, you think Fable got a chance right now? You know what I mean? He's like, man, hell yeah, hell yeah, with the right record. I was like, okay, I believe the same thing. I just wanted to get your opinion on mm. it. So um, I kept telling Fable, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you that record, man. I'm going to get you that record. And um, <clears throat> going through beats one day, and, um, you know, I don't send out 10 beats or 20 beats to an artist. I, I pictured the song already, so I, I try, to, try to keep it to, like, three beats or something mm. like that because I'm like, okay, this is the one. Or maybe even one beat because I sent him one beat. I was like, this is the beat. I just heard it in my head. I was like, mm-hmm. this is your beat right here. This is your beat. And um, he uh, he did it like two days later. Wow. And um, I wasn't even there when he did the um, you know the original version mm-hmm. of it. And he sent it to me. He's like, man, I just want, to, want you to hear it. I think it's okay. And I heard it. And I was like, no, this is it. We got <laughs> we got the one. Shit. We got the one. He was like, no, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I was like, no, this is it. He was like, well, do your thing to it. So I had um, you know, a girl come in, do her vocals, add some other sounds to the mm-hmm. beat, send it back to him. He was like, man, this this might be it. <laughs> this might be it. And now we're cross-promoting it with the, um, a new reality show called DJs of Atlanta. So we've been going around Atlanta to DJs and um, you know, breaking the records with mm-hmm. DJs on the reality show. It's it's uh it all it, it all has a storyline. Okay. You know, it's not just we're walking to the DJ. It, it's yeah, the, that's it's a comedy. Big... Take my track. There's comedy. There's drama. Um, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. It sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it. So, so being in this industry for for 19, 19 years, right. I'm sure there had to be some major challenges and struggles that you personally have gone through. Boy, oh, they don't stop. <laughs> they don't stop. They don't stop. So, so what have some of those been um, that you greatly learned from that helped to mm-hmm. propel your career today? Okay, well, I'm glad this one happened early in the game. This was my first placement. This is back when they were giving money away. So I got $15,000 to do a record on Busta. Busta's a real good friend of mine mm. today. Actually, um, I was with Split Star last night. Mm. Shout out to Split, shout out to Bust. But um, my first placement, I was telling everybody, it, I mean, it was, the beat was incredible. And it was the last song on Busta's album. And um, I met Busta at, at Sony Studios. We had a, I was in a group called Creator. And mm-hmm. we had a demo deal uh, with Sony. So we would be in Sony. We were in Sony for like a year straight. Like Rough Riders would be like, everybody's like, who are these kids? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, that's why I, I met all my, like my, all my connects. And I met Bus one night. <clears throat> I knew Swiss already, Swiss Beats. So I went to the bathroom one day and um, Bus and Swiss were in there. And, um, you know, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, what's up, Bus? I'm Fury. And Swiss was like, oh yeah, this is Fury. He makes beats. I was like, man, I, um, I got some beats for you. He's like, all right. I was used to people giving me their personal number. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, all right, call the office tomorrow. I was like, oh, come on, boss, man, come on. He's like, no, no, I'll tell you, call the office tomorrow. I went back downstairs. I was like, yo, I just met Bus. They're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, but he gave me the office number. And I was like, ah. <laughs> but I called the office the next day. Um, I think his, his, it was his cousin was the a and I think his name was Ty. And uh, he's like, all right, come on down. I live in Staten Island then. Mm-hmm. So um, I came on down to the office. I had one beat. <laughs> I had one beat. I played that beat halfway through. He was like, "I'm gonna make sure Bus does this beat." Mm. And I'm a little kid. I'm like, "I'm like, are you serious?" He's like, "No, I'm gonna make sure Bus does this beat." So um, Bus did the beat and everything. The song was dope. This is funny right here. So um, 
when Bus finished the beat, like I got so many, so many accolades and props just off doing that beat. I would walk in the mm. studio and I'd be like, Yeah, I'm Fury, I'm here to see Bus. They'd be like, You the one who did that beat? I was like, Yeah, I'm the one who did that beat. Wow. And um, I got fifteen thousand dollars for that beat that never came out. So um wow. Bus was asking me, he was like, Man, can you can can you send a track out? I was like, Bus, I can't send a track out without my money. Yeah. Man, come on, man, we got you, we got you. And I'm like, no. It was a different world back then. I'm money. like, yeah, you got it. Where's the paperwork? Where's the money? Mm-hmm. So he got me the 15000 I sent him a track out. He did the record. He calls us like, okay, come down and hear the record. So we went to the studio. Bus plays the record. I'm listening. I'm like, oh, I don't know if this came out like I wanted to. I'm like, it's dope, though. This is Busta mm-hmm. Rhymes. How am I going to tell? I'm like new in this industry. How am I going to tell Busta Rhymes that I think he might need to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that to it? So record goes off. He was like, um, he's like, what do you think? I was like, um, it's not done, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first placement. And he was like, what do you mean, Few? It's going like a train and it's going and it's moving and it's moving. I'm in there shook like, like oh, <laughs> right. Yo, it ain't done. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, yeah, man. So I told everybody, man, I got I got a record on Buster Rhymes. They're like, oh man, you about to make it, man. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, the album. I was even at the mastering session. Mm. Um, I came up Sterling Mastering. I don't know, but um, and the record was on the list. And um, but when the album came out, the record was nowhere. That was so crushing. It was so crushing. You cannot mm. imagine. But I'm glad it happened early because it gave me tough skin to tough skin with. Rest of this music industry, you know what I mean. Yeah. Without that, I'd probably be like, every time something didn't work, still to this day, I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? But mm-hmm. it happened early, and I'm like, hey man, anything. This is my slogan: anything can and won't happen in the music industry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it won't happen. That's right. And, and yeah, this. I mean, this business is a very uh, tough business to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have got to have armadillo, turtle. Skin like for yeah. real because yeah. it'll pick people up, chew them up, and spit them out if you don't have that right. that um, testicular fortitude to <laughs> to really you know gird yourself up to right. to be long to have that longevity in this industry. Because really, really, no, no, nah, nah, really, you just have to love music. If you love music enough to do it without getting paid, then any ups and downs it doesn't matter because you just mm. love creating music. Mm. That's how. That's my mind frame. You know, I just love creating music. So right. Whether I became a multi platinum producer or, or just a, you know a beat maker in the basement, um, I just love doing music. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cause we create music. That's right. We create music. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, what advice would you have for someone that's in the music industry, and even folks who are entering into into the music industry that they could kind of pick up and learn from? I would tell them to. Run away as fast as they can. <laughs> no, run. No, I have a nine-year-old son, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I don't really have to mold him into being a producer. Mm. He's like a producer, so, um, you know, just mold your craft. Don't relationships are everything. Relationships are everything. Be prepared for no, more no's than yeses, because mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot more no's than yeses. But the, the yeses, you get the right yeses. And then you keep moving up the ladder. It's, you know, there's mm. levels to it. There's levels to it. Um, it's nothing easy. It's nothing easy. Just be sure prepared is. for a lot of failure. But um, when you get that success, you know, it's 
going to be very fulfilling, but you, you got to be ready for the long run, mm. for the long haul. Um, I spent I spent years and years doing music, you know, with no pay, and then I got one break here and then one break there, and then you know I've been through my ups and my downs. Mm-hmm. I spent I spent years and years um, without a hit record, without you mm. know, without any records. And, you know, I would have people around me like, "Why are you still doing music?" I'm like, "Cause I love doing music." They're like, "But nothing's happening. Nothing's happening." I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought years ago when I first got in the music mm-hmm. business. Um, nothing happened, and nothing happened, and nothing happened, and then something did happen. So any hiatus that I've taken, I still hung in there, man. Um, never quit, never quit, mm-hmm. never quit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm living proof of never quit. Never quit. I'm, I'm about to go on a run right now. You know what I mean? Yo, it sounds yeah. like it's <laughs> man. It sounds like you about team. to. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, got a solid team around me, good people. You know what I mean? That's another thing. You got to have mm-hmm. some good people around you. You know what I mean? You can't have the yes men. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, you know, I had a lot of money. I had leeches all around me. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they, I just didn't have the right people around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But right now, I've learned. I'm more mature. Um, I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do it the right yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I think having the right team, the right people around you is very, very critical. Yeah. Uh, especially when you when they're not yes men, because right. they can tell you the real truth. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, when yeah. something's not going the way that you think is, you like, yeah, I can see it clearly, and they're like, yeah. nah, <laughs> this is nah, you looking at it completely different. Right. And when you can right. have those people around you that kind of help help guide you mm-hmm. and help lead you to to where you need to be, because they can also see from a visionary perspective, uh, kind of where you want to go as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think having a, a team is yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's massively that's, critical. Very critical advice: mm-hmm. having the right team. You can't do it all by yourself. Right. You know I mean? Oh, there's people who think you can. They, they, <laughs> there's people who think they can do everything by themselves. I can right. be my own, and my this, my right. own that, and not have to rely on anybody else. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I want to. I want to help feed families. You mm. know what I mean, uh, my family, other families. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it by myself. You yeah. Know? First time around, I did it, you know, by myself mm-hmm. in a sense. But um, these days, I'm, I'm doing it for everybody else. You yeah. Know what I mean? that I receive is the happiness that I see in everyone else mm. as well as my, my, my children. That's right. So I want to make sure before we even get to the closing of this that people know what's getting ready to come down the pike. I know you mentioned it, but I want to make sure they know so that when, <laughs> when it drops, yeah, yeah, they yeah. can cop it and support right. what you're doing. Right, right, right. It's a few a few songs I can't say just yet. Yeah, you don't got to give us names. Or... Right, 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 right. But, um, um, Three new TIs. I saw um, Ti the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the, the Black Music Honors. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. That's my guy, yeah. man. I call him every now and then and everything. I send the beats directly to his phone because I didn't have his phone number for some years. Mm. And I just I just ran into him about a month ago, but I was going through uh, B Rich. Shout out mm-hmm. to B Rich. He's like my my secret manager in a sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me and him do a lot of business together. Uh, he helps me get a lot of placements. Um, I did I did over twelve songs on Bob in his early career wow. through Be Rich and uh, me and Be Rich got back together about a year or two to, two ago and um, you know it, uh, initially he got these records on Ti mm-hmm. now you know I contact Ti myself um, Be Rich also made the connection with Bo Vicky uh, his artist uh, Yella and uh, and Pink Bitch mm-hmm. and everything um, yeah Be Rich just does a lot for me man he wow. does a lot for me so um, I really appreciate you Be Rich. Appreciate you. You know what I 
So three TIs coming out. Three TIs. The Road Vicky. It's called She's All Right. It's going to be a big record. I don't even mm-hmm. want to tell you the sample. Mm-hmm. To, uh, anybody who's ever sampled it, it's only been sampled one other time. And the record was huge. Wow. It, it still plays today. Nobody has ever sampled it uh, since then. And I put a little twist on it. Okay. Um, three girls, you know, the girl rapping thing is kind of trendy right yep. now. It's a little up-tempo. It's, it's, oh, it's a joint. It's a joint. Um, we got the Fable. We got more Fables coming, but okay. that, that that first one is uh is hit. I ain't gonna hit. I ain't gonna hit. And um, uh, man, I got my artist. I started a new label called Millennial Music. Okay. Tap into a new song, a new sound, a new genre, similar to like Extension. You know, God rest yeah. the dead. But um, he he was the only one of that genre to really hit radio. Mm. So my artists that I have now are like on that sound. They call it they, they call it different things like grunge, uh, grunge hip hop or mm-hmm. sad sad boy hip hop or some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just putting a little, a little new twist on it. You know what I mean? Because I, I got the trap in my, in my mind, um, and uh, at the same time it's melodic. I got guitars, and these guys are real rappers. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah. rappers like like old school rappers. Like they really got lyrics, and that's what I'm bringing back to the game. That's mm-hmm. what I keep telling people. I'm about to change the game, you know. The game is yeah, that's what it is today. But I'm about to bring it back to that that real spitting with these young guys, millennials. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, yes. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Yes. Millennial music the label. And uh, man, we got we got a lot of things. Like I said, uh, DJs of Atlanta reality show that should be coming out soon. Um, I just I can't wait to see it myself. You know I mean? <laughs> there's some funny moments on there. There's some mm. funny moments. Oh, man, um, we're just working, man. We're just mm. working. We're just working. Man, it sounds like it. That's right. It sounds like it. Man, I'm telling you, if y'all don't know, you're going to find out. Oh, yeah. Very, very... So go back and look at... Just go to All Music and, and just type in Nick Fury. You can see, 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 see what come up. Yeah. You're going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be game over for you. Hey. <laughs> hey. Game over. For real, because y'all don't know, you you will find out very quickly. So, talk about where people can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Nick Fury Beats, N I C K F U R Y B E A T S. Find me on Facebook, Nick Fury. Um, find me on the internet, Nick Fury Lofton, L O F T I N. Um, you can find me in the studio because that's where I'm gonna be at. <laughs> You know what I mean? Find me in the streets at the events. Holla at me. I'm real easy to talk to. Um, let's network. Thank you for having me on Recreate Music. Man, of course. I really appreciate it. Of course. Really appreciate it. Any lasting words that you want to share? Um, hey, everybody. Keep doing your music. Don't stop. Um, don't stop till you get enough. And um, Yo, It was his birthday not, not too long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's the originator. The originator. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and always study the music that came out before the current music. You got to know where you where you came from to know where you're going. Because mm-hmm. um, music, it changes. But you can always get aspects of, of other music and put it to your current music. But you got to know where it all came from. And that's it. Hey. Hey. That's what's up. Yes, Nick, sir. appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank Absolutely you. appreciate you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out. See you next time on We Create Music.